Hello again to all our listeners. It's a beautiful day outside. We're back in our uh, studio, per se. Me and Ranj, back with you. Ranj, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Stu. Really nice to see you again. It is a beautiful day out there. Yeah. Right in the midst of summer, pal. Yeah. <laughs> it's starting to feel like an actual summer's happening. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> how, how was your day? It was good. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, a busy, it's a busy kind of couple weeks here. I'm right. looking forward to... Vacation coming up. Nice. Get to play f- some golf finally. Fantastic. So that's that's really what I'm looking forward to in these days. Excellent. Yeah. How was well, yours? It, it was it was really, you know, I really enjoyed the day. Yeah. It was I I had a lot of uh, things going on. It's an eventful time, mm-hmm. so uh, really great to be here with you, and really happy to have our listeners back. So thank you all who have joined us, and we are in the midst of summer, and really wanted to delve into and discuss some important ideas tonight to bring continue to bring value and and thoughts and, and conversation to our community out there. And so grateful. I know we, we say that often, but it, it is, you know, it's a time stew right now and all you listeners that it's so important for us to come together and to have people taking the time to share this time with us and giving the platform for us to share some ideas and perhaps um, create a, you know, provoke some thoughts. We're, we're just so appreciative of that. Yeah. We were discussing kind of what we wanted to follow up with the last podcast with and it just so happened that same day I kind of was hit with, you know, people are going back to school as soon in like a month and right. uh, my work's getting ready for that. And, uh, you know, sports are trying to start back up. We got a big weekend of professional sports happening. Right. And I'm, I'm like getting excited for that, but you're also in the back of your head like, okay, where's this anxiety coming from yes. about how, how safe we're going to be? So how are we going to kind of incorporate that into today's topic? Yeah, yeah. It, it's a great question. It's It's definitely Evolution and change is a, a constant theme right now, and our ability to adapt, to embrace it, and to stick together is so important. We talked last podcast a lot about this idea of team, and you're right. There, there is a, a gradual yet significant reopening of a lot of things. Like you said, sports, school, the economy, which is very positive. That being said, there's still uncertainty, and there's still the fact that there's a significant health risk out there through this pandemic. Yeah, we're still required to wear masks coming up right away. Mandatory. Too. Yeah, right? Everywhere. So the ability to adapt and the ability to really just embrace, I, I would say those are two themes, to handle the anxiety. It's going to be there. And a lot of things we talk about today are going to be acceptance and resolve around knowing that that's okay. Because sometimes, and I'll say, you know, when I was younger, I would fight through that. It, you're thinking, you know, I, I can handle this and I'm not going to really face it. Well, no, it's actually, these, these things are real. And when you feel days that are victorious and the sun shining and things are, are fantastic, those are, those are, I think, uplifting days. And then there's days that are really tough. And, and in this conversation and talking about the anxiety that you just brought up, it's key to be able to embrace it, accept it, and then adapt. Those are three areas that I would, I would introduce to, to our conversation tonight. Yeah, and I agree. When you when you fired that back to me uh, when we first were initially talking, you really wanted to focus on clarity of purpose and what that kind of means. And when you said that to me, I kind of was like a, fl- a light bulb went off. I was like, well, that would be a great way to deal with the anxiety of all this stuff, really knowing what you're kind of focused on. Yes. Yeah, so how would you define that uh, for the listeners? Wow. Clarity is means something to everyone. Like Everyone has their own mm-hmm. meaning of what their own clarity is. In this instance, do I would say clarity is really – it's congruency around our values is what we stand for is when you have clarity, I humbly believe that you have alignment, understanding and consistency with what you stand for, your morality, your convictions, your focus, 
what matters most. Now, we could sit here and expound what those all are, but it's different to every person. Clarity of purpose comes from congruency around what you believe in most, what your values are. The audio has to match the video. And so that's what I know we've we've talked about that theme before. But really clarity of purpose comes around having that true alignment. And when we don't have that alignment, we become foggy, confused, distracted, and knocked off our game. So that's a, I would say that's a initial idea of, of clarity. I'd also say, how do you define clarity and what is that? I also think it involves action. You know, uh, Jim Rohn said, affirmation without action is delusion. He was a, a famous order, fantastic coach, um, uh, one of the legends of our of our time. And he said that, and I do agree, is that in order to get clarity, it's so important to take consistent action around creating those outcomes that you believe in, not just thinking about them. You know, the universe rewards action, not thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say around around clarity. What would you say to someone who'd listen to that and say, well, how, how do I, where do I start with that? How do I achieve clarity? What do you think is the best way to go about doing that? I think the first thing is really being clear on values is what we, what you stand for. What in, in this time and space do, what, what do we stand for? I would say per, for myself right now, I would say my health, my family, my self-respect and my connection are four areas in my life that I consistently come back to. Am I staying healthy? Am I you know, aligned with my family? Do I have self-respect through the habits I'm doing in my life? And, you know, can, can I operate in a way that's grateful and connected to a higher, higher purpose? That's where it comes from for me, you know, in terms of moving forward. Different for everyone else. But that's where I would say it's, it's that consistency and coming back to what matters in terms of your platform, your foundation. So what, what does someone get out of creating clarity in their, in their life? How do, how would this help them as they move forward in day to day as we deal with uh, the ever changing world? When you ask me that question, I, I have to say, this is the first word that came into my mind and I yeah. didn't expect it. A sense of peace. You know, when you, when you have clarity around this time, when there's a lot of uncertainty, it's easy to become very expansive and having goals and visions and uh, outreaches is awesome. And we encourage everyone to do that. But really clarity, Stu, when you have that, I mean, use the word again, congruency with what matters most in your values, you reach a point of peace. A lot of anxiety, um, boy, you know, depression, which is, which is a very prevalent, understandable, valid situation out there for a lot of people. It comes from that lack of connection of making that connection around what does matter most? It doesn't mean a per, doesn't mean a person's wrong or there's something wrong with them. It just means they're having a challenge making that connection. So when you do get clarity to, to your question, I believe your sense of peace elevates. Now here's the here's the next piece to that. When you reach a state of peace, clarity provides space. And so before I delve into that, I'd like to present to our listeners is think about this for a moment. Where are you creating space in your life? Is it physically around you? Is it is it is it in your in your environment? Are you keeping your space tidy and clean? Is it in your relationships? Do you have pristine friendships that uplift you? Is space being provided in your mind, meaning that you're not being distracted by a lot of things pulling at our minds these days? So when you get clear, you achieve peace. When you achieve peace, space prevails. 
And I think what that does then gives you an opportunity to decide what's next. When you have clarity around your personal and professional realms, Mm -hmm. so call that with family or it could be in business, when you have clarity, I believe that the level of connection that you have is much more pristine, precise, and present when you're clear. If you're not clear in your personal and professional realms, what happens is you become attached and distracted. I'll go into that a little bit more. If we're not clear on what we're doing in our business, for example, or in our work, you end up reacting to everything around you. So nothing ever really gets done. It, you feel busy. doesn't get done. Yeah, I, I've definitely experienced that before in my life. Yeah, for sure. That, that's just like, re, I just can relate really well there. Yeah. So when you're connected around clarity of purpose at work, be it two or three things you're working on, people you're working with, or two or three goals. Now notice what I said here, two or three goals, not nine or 10. There's nothing wrong with having that many. But when you have one or two or three, there's a much higher propensity to nail those down, focus in, be laser-like on them, and get them done. And that creates a high level of achievement, and that's through clarity. On the personal side, if we're, if we're attached to outcomes and we're uh, expecting things that are out of our control, we, we, get, we veer off. And so you lose your clarity. You forget what you stand for. You you end up spending time or talking about things or doing things that don't serve you or the people around you. When you're clear on, I'm exercising, spending time with friends, playing with my kids, connecting to my partner, whatever it may be, helping my parents, whatever those things may be, when that clarity of purpose happens, you are connected to process rather than attached to outcome. Totally free giving. It, it, it tr- clears up space. And now you actually, I'm going back to that theme before, when you have space, now you can do more things. If the space is crowded, opportunity does not come in. It's very much, I find like living in, you know, the real like reality, like it's happening this like day to day. That's kind of what it is. You're not over planning for stuff. You're not thinking one outcome is going to happen this way. It's like you're, you're, you're ready for what's going to come and you can react then in the planned situation, not just reacting nonstop. Right. It, yeah. when, when you become more present, it's, it's the here and now. Otherwise, you're all over the place and clarity starts to become confusion. And when you become confused, then you get into a cycle of despair, anxiety, fear, and a lot of stuff is fear-based out there right now. And for our listeners, I would say, think about that for a moment, is in your own life right now, what are you really clear on in your personal realm? One or two things. And what are you really clear on in your professional realm? See, we're in a we're in a pandemic right now. So it would be easy to say, get a 20-point plan, roll it out, and be ready. Nothing wrong with that. What I would respectfully offer is pick two or three things and do them extremely well. Tie them to your convictions and values so that when you're going through the process, your mind, your spirit, and your heart are becoming further validated and strengthened because you're totally lined up with what matters most. That's why I see it. Yeah. I, this is just listening to you speak on, on this area is really just like, I just think I I ended up zoning out and kind of leaning about my own life and how I've handled things. And it really is, it seems so simple. Uh, but it was, you know, I was very much for a lot of the time, a reactor to a lot of things. Mm. And I took pride in not thinking I was like, I'm not a stressed out person ever. I'm always pretty casual, but when when you look back and start thinking about it, that gives me anxiety because it's like, 
you could have planned out a lot more things to be, so you didn't have to keep surviving, so to speak. Right. So just, just taking that in is like, it's, it really is eye opening. What, what you just did is, and I thank you for sharing that, what you just did, you went through a process of self-reflection. And what happens is when we start to talk about things like clarity and perhaps our listeners can benefit from this too, you get into a phase of, do you notice how things just slow down for a moment just now? Mm -hmm. Like when we were talking, why? Because we dropped into a deeper vibration of subconscious thought. That's really powerful. So let me explain that for a sec. You and I are talking on this podcast, sharing with our listeners, then your mind, your subconscious mind, which is listening to everything that's going on here, stepped up into the conversation mm-hmm. because something resonated with you. And all of a sudden you oh, wow, this, yeah, this is, this is actually connected to what I'm feeling. And so when, so here, let's take it a step further. Clarity also comes from conscious conversation. I'm going to say this again. Clarity comes from conscious, conscious conversation. Now, that's not to say you can't have a good time and have frivolous dialogue once in a while, but let's surround ourselves with people and let's be leaders and asking great questions. You want clarity? Ask someone else how they're doing. Listen to their experience. You'd be amazed by listening to someone else's story, how you can actually understand where yours is and really listening, really listening. What is the reality? What are they afraid of? What are they progressing in? What are they looking forward to? Are they clear? And if they're not, why not? Conscious conversations create clarity. I'm a big proponent of that, Stu. I, I, I would, I would like to very humbly say I don't mince words and waste my time. I, I'm very conscious with when I speak and share and listen and connect with people because you can glean so much. Every day is a library. <laughs> you know, you you walk into a day and it's it's an it's an opportunity to learn if you're listening. And if you're conscious, you can come clear. But if we're distracted, swiping up and down on our feeds, every ding ping on our phone that we're reacting to, never really sitting down to get work done. You know, Stephen Pressfield said, you know, he, he wrote a book called The War, the War of Art. And uh, I believe that was his called. I, I apologize if I mis, mispronounced that uh, title. But he's a great author. And he said, you know, when you're distracted, it's resistance. Not a damn thing gets done because you're not clear, not focused. And so when we start getting to that consciousness with ourselves, you got to have the conversation with yourself before you can have it with someone else. If we're just in there talking away, we aren't listening. No no connection. Would you also say that just even like speaking how you're feeling? Not because I was, I was again, as personal experience, I was someone who didn't share a lot of stuff with a lot of people. I'd bury, bury, bury her down. But once I started opening up and uh, getting that part of, out of me, I feel like a lot of stuff came more, became more clear. So would, would that be a, a step as well? Way to lay that yeah. down, partner. That's yeah. a, So you, you've, you've laid the platform for three things here. Thank you for that. I want to share this around that question. Mm-hmm. I think there's three things when you, when you go through that process, what you just mentioned, and, and enhancing clarity and getting more of it so that you feel more uh, connected with your life. And with your direction, there's three things. And I'd like to review these with, with you and our listeners. Think the first one, I'll, I'll review them here. There's courage, conviction, and confidence. In order to be clear, I think you have to have the courage to be vulnerable. In order to be clear, you got to be, you got to be willing to be vulnerable. You gotta be willing to say, you know, I don't feel that good or I am scared 
I'm, I'm not feeling positive right now, or I'm, I'm struggling. Why? What the heck? What are we talking about here? Well, if you want to get clarity, it's so important that you let that side of our voice have a voice. You, you've got to come to the table and say, I'm working through a tough time here. Why? Because if we're not vulnerable, clarity moves on and we, we end up almost sliding into a, a mediocrity of, of uh, lack of clarity. I can't think of a better word right now, but it can really plague us. When you're vulnerable and you have courage to be, way better chance to be clear because then you clear the deck. You come forth with your true self. You know, do you think the wild animals out there, cougars, bears, well, do you think they're not afraid? Do you think they're not afraid sometimes? Do you think they're just walking around? Yeah, they're top of the chain, but they, they are they are primed up. They, they're listening. Their sensory capacity, they're always alert. Why? Because it's the, the, the margin between courage and fear is very, very thin. I can, I can attest to that. Yes. (laughs) So courage allows us to be vulnerable, which allows us to move closer to clarity. Conviction goes back to what we talked before is when we have conviction around our values, what we stand for. So let's do, let's do this for a sec Mm -hmm. and let's do this with our listeners. What would be right now, if you said, Ranch, here are my three values in my life. I know you have a lot, but what are the three values that you're living in your life right now that are most prominent and most important? Definitely family. Uh, a sense of leadership. Okay. And uh, friendship. Family, leadership, friendship. I'd ask our listeners, if you're driving or listening to this during a workout or wherever you are, think about what your three values are in your life right now. Think about that. A fellow named Robert Scalvino said, the height of our accomplishments will equal the depth of our convictions. So how much we actually achieve and accomplish to the heights, to the best we can, will equal how deeply we believe in our values. Height of our accomplishments will equal depth of our convictions. So having conviction and knowing our values allows us to move forward to clarity because you're aligned with what matters most. I've said this five times already today. Repetition. That, that You know, when I look back to when I played QB, when I was a quarterback, yep. man, we we would run the same play a hundred times, like mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Why? Because repetition wires it in. Your body physiologically embraces this new pattern. Your mind becomes accustomed to consistency. So why I'm bringing this up around values, I believe humbly we've all got to get back to that. During this time, which is challenging and pushing us to the edge, we've got to ask ourselves, what is it that I stand for? And am I acting upon that? So number two is conviction. Number three, how do you get clarity? Confidence. Confidence is a big one. So I'll let you comment on that first. Why do you think confidence is so important in terms of being clear in life? For me, I would say it kind of kickstarts everything. Mm. Um, I feel when I'm at my most confident, I feel like I could take on the world, like mm. I can do whatever. Anything that would normally scare me or hold me back from doing something, it's just, if I'm feeling confident, my belief in, my, in myself is right there. Even when it came to playing sports growing up, I was never, you know, the most talented one on the ice or in the field, but I was good. But mm. when I, I believed that I was just as good as them. Right. And that's what kind of propelled me to excel in that area. And so that's when the, when my, when my confidence is low, I can feel it before I do anything. So it, it's, it, I think it's the, the starter for everything. So what I'm hearing there, which is fascinating, is that you're, I'm hearing you saying, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. Almost your mindset 
was almost more powerful than your actual physical talent. In yeah, some I would senses. agree with that for sure. Because because yeah. you're setting yourself up to make plays and do things in, yeah. in this sporting context here. So for our listeners, confidence, thanks, to that's, yeah. that's huge on that sporting context. Confidence comes from an internal voice that you are worthy, you're deserving, you're good enough, and you're ready. You're worthy, you're deserving, you're good enough, and you're ready. Now, could someone say, well, that's kind of false. What if I don't feel like that? Well, that's why we're saying it. Because you have to affirm it. And then you must act into it. So what does that look like? We've said this before. Say it again. Posture. When you actually stand physically tall, part of that's clear. And, and interestingly enough, let's just talk about the literal side of that. When you stand tall, you can actually see up. Your yeah. head's not down. So you can actually see everything around you. You're, you're not looking at the floor. Yeah. And you're announcing kind of your presence as you show up everywhere. You're announcing your yeah. presence as you show up yeah. for you first. Mm-hmm. It isn't an outward game. This isn't something about bravado or conceit. This is about an internal dialogue that sets the tone for showing up in our best self. Confidence, when we are confident in what we stand for, we talked about convictions, and courageous enough to be vulnerable. How many times have we said this? Humility and confidence. Always keep the first one a little bit higher. Always keep humility a little bit higher. So when you're humble, you're willing to learn, observe, look around, Stand tall, embrace what's happening, stand for what you believe in. There's a humility there, but you know what comes right after that? Confidence. And if we want clarity moving into August and September and whatever's going to come our way, it's so important to build that confidence. Practically speaking, exercise, get on a walk, get on a run, swim, cycle, hike, something that physiologically injects us with endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, all those natural hormones that actually make us feel better. That helps with confidence. Second thing is, practically speaking, enjoy ourselves, but be mindful of fuel. Not food, fuel. Water, healthy snacks. This time of year, there's always great fresh food, Mm -hmm. uh, fruit and vegetables around. Have some at hand. Fuel our mind and our conviction and our courage and our confidence so that we can be more clear. And again, I'm going to go back to what I said before, not the 19 point plan here, two or three things that we can do on a weekly basis that is going to create clarity of mind, which allows us to be creative, connected, confident, and calm. That's all we got right now, pal. When it's this uncertain and when you don't really know what's going to come, you know, we've got masks on and, and understandably so there's a lot at play here. The only thing we can do is set us up ourselves up for having clarity. How all these elements that we've talked about when you're, cause when you're clear, you can make choices. If you're not clear to your point before, which was excellent, you just react and the game dictates to you. You don't, you don't manage the game. It's a great set of, uh, uh, things we just told everyone. I was going to end it with what do you what, uh, goals that you had moving forward. I feel you kind of just set that s- yourself up for that one there. So what 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 do you want to leave everyone with a message today, mm. just in terms of clarity and how we're going to move forward in, as the months change? Yeah, thank you, Stu. Yeah. I I think the biggest one is right off the bat is is be kind to yourself because if you do feel any anxiety and out there and our listeners are going through some challenges or perhaps even victories. And, and great moments is be kind about that. Reflect on how did I get to this place of peace that we talked about or of despair 
and challenge and pain. Be kind. That's the first one. Second goal I would say is choose one or two things each week that are connected to your values. So you talked about family, leadership, things like that. Excellent is connect to two values that you have and act into them. So Stu, you're using your example of families. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you call your parents a couple times a week. Leadership. Perhaps this week at work, you say, well, Ranj and I talked about that. I'm going to actually make a point to ask three of my colleagues how they're doing and really listen. Small steps, huge depth. A third goal out of this that I'd like to share with our listeners is when we are clear in our own lives, we come calmer. And when you become calm, you can have a conversation. Let's not kid ourselves. There's a lot of different perspectives and challenges going out there in terms of what this all looks like. When we reach our own sense of clarity, I believe we can have conscious conversations with other people that are calm, respectful, focused, and educational. But (laughs) we're accountable to show up that way. If we show up reactive and destructive and, you know, combative, not, not a heck of a lot gets done. I would say a final goal is I, I am going to go back to my well here. Gratitude. Take a moment, perhaps in the next couple of days, and be really clear about what you're grateful for. Really clear. How do I do that? I, I do it on walks, like quiet walks when I'm by myself because I can then think about my family, my wife, my kids, my parents, my family, my friends, you guys, you know, um, Really be clear about that. What am I grateful for? What do we what do we have right now? Is it hard out there? Yep. I felt it the other day, hey, Stu. I, I felt I said, this is hard. I don't know what why it was. Just felt hard. I got my momentum back. But I did take time to really dial into what I'm grateful for. And I'll tell you, it set me free. It set me free and it gave me peace. And so for our listeners, as you go forth, we would invite you. And ask you to be an example of that, to be an example of clarity, even if it's in conversation and asking a great question and showing up with energy. And when you do have to rest and you do feel vulnerable and you don't feel good and the pain is too hard, take time, recover, because that's part of clarity is recognizing when we're not good. That's being clear. Sometimes that's mistaken. No, it's, that's actually part, part of being clear is that when you have to take time to recover, so I really hope some of these ideas have been really helpful to our listeners. We we wanted to bring forth this idea tonight. It's a broad one, talking about clarity, because it's so meaningful to, or has so many different meaning to so many different people. But we're hoping we've placed some anchors and pillars in place that you can take away, perhaps share with ones that you love or someone close to you, or even just have that conversation with yourself while you're listening to this. And I'm really grateful once again, Stu, for you and I and what we've done tonight and just the great questions that you post tonight. Thanks, pal. It's always great working with you. And I really appreciate our listeners taking the time with us today too. Yeah. Thank you, Randy. I don't think there's any better way to of message to end the podcast. So thanks so much for taking the time to share with us and thanks everyone for listening.